Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 97.1 FM Talk. On Demand Audio. You know, we have to do what's good for our party. And she was up and I said, wow, she's doing uh, like a speech like she won. She didn't win. She lost. And, you know... Last last week, we had a little bit of a problem. And if you remember, Ron was very upset because she ran up and she pretended she won Iowa. And I looked around. I said, didn't she come in third? Yeah, she came in third. Well, that was Donald Trump last night during his victory speech after winning the New Hampshire primary. And this morning, we're lucky enough to be joined by a big Trump supporter in New Hampshire and just so happens to be my uncle, Paul St. Ange, good morning. Good morning, Kim. Hey, thanks for giving us some time this morning. You and I were catching up yesterday, and you were saying you were going door-to-door for hours on Sunday, and then you actually held a Trump sign outside one of the polling locations for hours yesterday. What, what kind of a reaction were you getting doing all of that? Well, I'll, I'll start with the uh, door-to-door. It was about four hours, or excuse me, three hours for the door-to-door on Sunday. Uh, you know, a lot of not homes uh, weren't at home, or uh, but I got a chance to talk to a lot of a lot of people that were supporting Trump, not supporting Trump. Goes all the way around, but I did walk seven and a half miles because <laughs> it's rural up here, and there's a little distance between the houses. Wow! Uh, but I saw about seventy-five people at their homes, and so that was positive. And then we held signs. I held signs with some patriots of friends of mine uh, at two different polls for about four hours yesterday. Were people receptive so, to it or what were they saying with you standing out there holding Trump signs? Oh, uh, the, the, the two uh, communities that I went to, Hampstead and Kingston, which is my hometown, uh, the response was really positive. We, our towns both had 60, over 60 percent for Trump. And we felt that yesterday, so that we were getting the, the fist pumps and people coming over and talking, and they just talked about the things that they were most concerned about. Uh, the mega people were very enthusiastic, very positive. Uh, they were talking about things like, you know, uh, you know the, the immigration problem, mostly about the economy. Also, uh, Trump was a proven entity. We're going back to Trump because we know what he did and we know what he accomplished. And so that was kind of really the, the bulk of it. 
people coming over and expressing themselves. And we talked to a lot of people. I was holding a sign with a person that uh, a rep of ours, 30 years, representing our town in the New Hampshire State Congress. So yeah. we had a great time and, and a, well, it's a great conversation. It, it sounds like, you know, Paul, I, I saw the pictures of people camping out in what appeared to be snowy conditions uh, last week, waiting to see Trump for one of these rallies. Did you get to go to any of his rallies when, when he came to New Hampshire? I didn't get to the rallies. No, I did not. Um, but, you know, that is something that the mega crowd, of course, but New Hampshire in general takes a lot of pride. And they support all the candidates here. That's our history, uh, our tradition, as far as the, uh, you know, the, the primary is concerned. Up here, they take the responsibility very seriously. They discern, they listen, uh, and they support these candidates. And, and Trump's numbers were overwhelming up here. For all his rallies, we did, we had a flag ra- uh, waving. You know, it was another event that we did, uh, one at the main intersections here in New Hampshire. And, uh, you know, people were honking left and right. So we thought, you know, my feeling was that the enthusiasm was at a peak here for Donald Trump and uh, and the mega movement um, and, and, and all the... Uh, all the, the, the rallies that he had were overwhelmingly supported. You did uh, get to talk to Carrie Lake, though, right? What, what was that like? Well, that was uh, I was over in Hampstead, which is a town next to us. And, uh, of course, she came over to visit. And I, I would say right away, as advertised, uh, Carrie Lake was very impressive. Uh, we had about 20 people holding signs at the poll station. And, of course, she came over, she talked to the group a little bit, and then she took her time and went one by one by one. She spoke to me and another person for three to five minutes. Wow. She's, she's, and, a, uh, she's a bit of a natural. Would you uh, Do you have any thoughts on who you'd like to see Trump pick as a vice president? Would you like her? Well, I would go for her. But I, there's a whole list of people, as you know, <laughs> that I think would all qualify. And he's got a big decision on his hands. But I'm confident, we're confident he's going to make the right decision. But Carrie Lake was calm, looking right in the eye, very personable. But inside, we all know, and everybody commented, she's got a warrior's heart. Yeah. The, the last, we have about a minute left. I mean, what was the vibe like? Did the polling location seem pretty packed yesterday? Yeah, there was really good activity, steady, all day, coming in and out. And again, the the, the takeaways from here, there's there's a lot of questions after these primaries, uh, but the activity was good. There were over 300,000 votes, uh, and so, you know, there were 54,000 people wrote in for Biden, which was shocking. I don't know where these... Uh, undeclared and independence went. But there was a lot of crossover. I'll give you one thing that was a takeaway. Trump, 70% of Republicans voted for Trump. Only 25% voted for Nikki Haley. Wow. Yeah. Oh, Joe, you need to know. Yeah. yeah. Huh? Paul, thank, thanks for all you did in New Hampshire. We appreciate it. Great great to meet you. Well, thanks and uh, great talking to you. Thanks, Kim. Thank you. Bye, Uncle Paul. All right. All right. Thank you, Uncle Paul. That was Fantastic that he got to meet uh, that that he got to meet Carrie and Blake loved her. There. I know, yeah. fantastic, very impressive in person. Must be her television news background, don't you think? Oh yeah, well, that's got to be it. Get more at ninety seven one talk dot com. 
Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.